Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is, Woman, You Have Great Faith. The scripture verse is Mark, chapter 7, verses 24 to 30. From there he set out, and he went away to the region of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know he was there. Yet he could not escape notice, but a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately heard about him, and she came and bowed down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of Syrophoenician origin. She begged him to cast the demon out of her daughter. He said to her, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. So she went home found the child lying on the bed, and the demon was gone. When I came across this scripture a while back, I avoided it. I avoided it because I don't think I can explain it as well as it was explained to me. I avoided it because I think it makes Jesus sound rude, and I know he's not. Listening to it makes me confused. I always felt like Jesus was very dismissive of this woman, and that was confusing to me as I know that's so out of character for him. I've heard it explained several times now, and although I'm not sure I can do it justice, I want to try, as it's such a powerful verse when properly understood. I will also put a link for an article in the show notes where it is explained really well. You can also just Google meaning of Mark chapter 7, verses 24 to 30, and I'm sure you'll come up with some good explanations. Jesus had just left the Jewish communities, and he was trying to get some rest. He entered a Gentile community, hoping no one would recognize him. It didn't work, and a woman who had a child that was possessed saw him. She begged him to cast the demon out of her little girl. What happens next is the part that I was confused at. Jesus says, Let the children be fed first, for it is not fair to take the children's food and throw it to the dogs. Doesn't that sound like an insult? Doesn't it sound like Jesus is being dismissive of this woman? I didn't understand why he would say that to her. Aren't there other ways he could have said what he wanted to say? After listening to others explain this time and time again, it is clear that without context, and maybe some knowledge of the language back then, it would be hard for anyone to really understand. What Jesus was saying to this woman wasn't an insult. It was a parable. He was saying to her that there is a certain order to the way things should be done. First, he came to feed his children. He wasn't saying that he was never going to help the Gentiles. He was just saying that he was feeding his people first. What is amazing is that this woman understood what he was saying. She didn't take offense to it. This is something that I struggle with daily. I take things personally and can sometimes get offended easily. If this was me, I can see how I might have argued with Jesus 
I might have been offended at what he said and argued that I had just as much right to healing as his people did. Doesn't this sound like what most of us would say? It seems we think we're entitled to whatever we want these days, especially if we're told we can't have it. This woman was different. She didn't argue with Jesus, and she didn't take offense and try and defend her rightful place at the table. She wasn't claiming equality. This is the thing that I think many of us miss, or at least I know I missed it. I had heard people say that she humbled herself, but I didn't quite understand what they meant. After Jesus said this to the woman, she replied, Sir, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, For saying that, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. This made no sense to me. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 28, it says, Then Jesus said to her, Woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. How does what she said show that she has great faith? What did she even say? When this woman said that even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs, she was showing Jesus that she understood his parable. She was showing him that she gets it. She's not of Jewish descent. She is not one of the chosen ones that Jesus came to heal. And instead of arguing that she was just as worthy as they were, she owns that she's different. And yet she still asks for his help. By saying that even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs, she is acknowledging how powerful Jesus is. She's saying, okay, you aren't here for us. And yet, you have so much to give that after you feed all of your children, there will still be some left over. So, I need mine now. I know it's not the time, but my daughter needs you now. This is why Jesus said she had great faith. She not only believed he would heal and minister to all of his children, but to others as well. There is a quote from the book that the article I read was based on, and I really liked it. They were talking about the assertiveness of this woman, and it said, She's not saying, Lord, give me what I deserve on the basis of my goodness. She's saying, Give me what I don't deserve on the basis of your goodness. And I need it now. This is a quote from Timothy Keller's book, Jesus the King. And the article I found it in was titled, Meaning of Mark chapter 7, verses 24 to 30 by Austin Gentry. Wow, this is something I think we could all spend some time thinking about. When we ask God for things, are we trying to rely on our goodness? I know sometimes when I'm praying, I say things like, please God, she's such a faithful daughter, or she's done so much good, or she has so much faith, and so on. I'm explaining to God why this person deserves healing. I've read in several healing books that you don't need to do this, as God already knows everything about each one of us. However, I don't think I really understood until right now that we aren't healed because of our goodness. We're healed because of His goodness. When I pray for people, sometimes I feel as though I need to do something a certain way. Should I be kneeling? Should I lay my hands on that person? Should I close my eyes? Should I keep them open? The Holy Spirit has been slowly and gently bringing my attention to the fact that I'm making it all about me. It doesn't matter what I do. 
God doesn't need me to do anything but ask for his help. The Lord isn't healing people or answering prayers because I'm doing something a certain way. He's doing it because I asked and because of his goodness. It's not about us. I hope this explanation has helped you understand this verse a little better. I hope you take a few minutes and read the article because it goes into so much more detail and it's explained in a much more eloquently way than I explained it. I am also glad that I decided to try and explain this verse today as it has really opened my eyes and has me thinking differently about how I pray. It also reminds me of God's abundance. He is not a small God. He can do all things. He has enough power to answer all of the prayers from anyone who's asking. He is the God of all people. He is amazing and I'm so very thankful that he's my God too. Dear Heavenly Father, please bless all those listening to this episode today. Lord, please give everyone listening a better understanding of this verse. Please open our eyes to all the ways that we are making our prayers about us instead of you. Open our eyes to any way that we are trying to rely on our goodness instead of your goodness. Lord, help us to be unoffended by you. Help us to see what you want us to see in all that you're doing in our lives. We love you, Lord, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. I look forward to spending time with you tomorrow. Have a blessed day.